Nip slips, jail time, snort in a cocaine line. Racist tweets, family beefs, a royal leaves, Kanye fake attack, racist rants, Botox and implants, shoplifting spree, punch a paparazzi, unexpected pregnancy. Welcome back for another episode of Not Your Best Moments. I am Keith Skopinich, your host, along with Phoebe Montana and Andrew Harris. And today we're just doing a quick skinny dip into some fun stories that we've seen over the last week. Guys, did you see the story about Mary? God, why can't I say her name? Marjorie Marjorie Taylor Taylor Green. Green? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mary Tyler Moore. (laughs) That would be amazing, actually. So Taylor Moore is now an alt-right congresswoman from Georgia. <laughs> she, she died and became Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, God. Well, to reinvent herself there for a little bit. Reincarnation is a sketchy process. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened was that MG, MTG, I think as they, they call her in some circles, posted a video after the Speaker of the House was finally elected, Kevin McCarthy, <laughs> um, after like, what, 10,000 votes? And yeah. it was like her like strutting her stuff through the hallways. It was supposed to be like a victory video. And she posted it with music from Dr. Dre's Still Dre. And Dr. Dre did not like <laughs> that she was using his song. So he reached out to Twitter, told her, told Twitter that she was in violation of copyright. Basically, they shut down her Twitter and took down the video. Yeah, and I think there's like a cease and desist out. In case she tries to put yeah. it back up. So Correct. who can really blame Dr. Dre for that? It actually you know? happened. It, it happens a lot. It does. It like, does. Every time a candidate, it's usually the Republican candidate, uses a song and because, you know, from an artist and that artist does not like cool with that candidate's politics, they'll they'll send a cease and desist. Basically, um, if it's not Kid Rock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even Kid Rock is sort of like, uh, <laughs> yeah, even he has his limits. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if Jewish space lasers is his limits, but it's not Marjorie Taylor Greens. That's for sure. Every Republican candidate comes out to ball with the ball because it's the only song they can get copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor Green said this to Dre. She said, while I appreciate the creative chord progression, I would never play your words of violence against women and police officers and your glorification of the lug, thug life and drugs. She has something to speak for. If she's going to be calling other people out for violence against women. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is very, that is a lot. That is a lot. Find time to find principles, Marjorie. What? <laughs> you had no problem with his, You had no problem with his music when you used it the first time and got in trouble for it. <laughs> I, I would love if she came out with, like, a music video, but it, instead of fuck the police, it was love the police. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I think that'd be hilarious to see. But I also feel like she's not too far off from the police are a conspiracy and we need to eliminate them if they come after me. <laughs> That's uh, that, that seems like it could be up her alley. So Dr. Dre responded, he said, I don't license my license, my music to politicians, especially someone as divisive and hateful as this one. Woo! Oh. Yeah, I know. Again, I just can't I can't wrap my head around someone being like, oh, yeah, like. How dare you disrespect women, but you're like the one of the most outspoken women against abortion. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, this is curious. Yeah, I, it makes you wonder about what her like, 
worldview about like what women can accomplish. Maybe she's just really limited in her scope as a it's congresswoman possible. of the United States of America. Shouldn't that inspire confidence? No, it does not. No, no, it does not. Neither do her frequent misspellings in her tweets. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, no, if you look at them, they're usually riddled with with uh, errors. <laughs> Can't say that I usually follow her Twitter feed, but I believe you. I uh, don't. I'm not even on Twitter, but I have seen many a story where she has trouble spelling. So I'm guessing dr dre was probably easy for her to you know search right <laughs> or an aid you know what that's where i must have gotten mary tyler moore she must have spelled her own name wrong <laughs> <laughs> uh. and let me just say i have no disrespect to mary tyler moore let me just put that out there into the universe yeah you don't want that ghost haunting you that is not MTM, MTM's ghost is not one you want haunting you. MTG's ghost is probably going to have some climbing up to do before it can get to the surface to haunt again anyways. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Oh. Don't, don't, don't. Oh. <laughs> the other story that I thought was really interesting, it's not so much a, a celebrity story. It's more of in the sports world. I work for a sports company, so... It, it's always in my face. Um, but you guys know about the DeMar Hamlin situation. Um, mm -hmm. He's a football player. Mm -hmm. He's playing Monday Night Football, and he had a heart attack in the middle of the game. And thankfully, he's doing great. You know, all signs are pointing forward. He's been released from the hospital. It's all good news there. But there's a show called Undisputed, and it's hosted by a talking head named Skip Bayless and then a former football player uh, named Shannon Sharp. And... Skip Bayless at the time, immediately after this horrible incident took place on the field, he tweeted, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to this regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. And that tweet was met with an outpouring of rage at him, mm -hmm. um, essentially criticizing him for being so heartless and like, not putting Damar Hamlin first and really just like a lot of hate was going his way. A lot, he was, he, a lot of people were calling for him to get canceled, especially ex players. So after that tweet, uh, the following day, Shannon Sharp is missing from the show Tuesday. He's just not there. They don't address it. Obviously skip Bayless talks about, you know, he talks about how terrible the situation was and he's like, you know, says he's very upset and that he's still going to go on with the show, whatever. Following day, Wednesday, on Wednesday, Shannon Sharp comes back, seems visibly shaken, and he's doing his beginning monologue. And he says, I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. And um, he said, Skip tweeted something. And although I disagreed with it, with the tweet, hopefully Skip will take it down. <laughs> and then Skip jumps in and says, I'm not going to take it down because I stand by what I tweeted. And then things get really heated. They start fighting. He says, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting me. And it really seems that these two are on the verge of a breakup because there's been some moments in the past where they fought and gone at each other. Um, one time, Skip Bayless, uh, Shan Sharp took off his glasses because he was pissed off about something skip said and, <laughs> and skip face is like put your glasses back on put your glasses back on yep. um 
And then he also criticized him for retiring at 35 as opposed to Tom Brady, who hasn't retired yet at 45. Um, so there's been a lot of fighting back and forth, and we're obviously going to have to keep you updated on the situation. They have been doing the show together, so I guess that's a positive sign. Um, but, you know, I thought it was very interesting to see how heated they got. It's that thing like, you know, you haven't been out there, you don't know. You know what I mean? But I love, right. God, the balls, to literally have outrage thrust at you get on and apologize and then the next day be like oh no i stand by what i said i'm that's 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 like when people say oh i'm sorry you feel that way you know what i mean like it's a not real apology and it shows that you don't really understand your part in this (laughs) i'm sorry you feel that way (laughs) yeah talk about the biggest (laughs) f you oh god it's so (laughs) obnoxious i'm I'm sorry you feel that way. Beep, beep, beep. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, it's so, I think, self-delusional and uh, what's the word for Narcissistic. That's what it is. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please don't cancel me. You know, I, I, I didn't mean anything to offend me or offend you. Blah, blah, blah. Also, um, just kidding. Saying what I need to say to get by to keep my job. I totally right. stand by what I said. Why are you mad? What's going on? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i uh, on my end i just feel like it's a lot of in this line of work you know a lot of it is like they're trying to get attention so like if you guys go at it with each other like i'm sure that video of them fighting is probably the most watched video they've ever had Keith, you don't know what the most watched video they had was <laughs> god i'm so fucking sick and tired of you doing that shit fuck well <laughs> I- i'm sorry you feel that way andrew i'm, I'm sorry gonna storm out i know you live in a new york city apartment because you're able to open your door from your desk oh you ruined the illusion i was gonna do it again and storm back in and continue on with the show (laughs) (laughs) disappointing i'm sorry yeah oh you always do that phoebe (laughs) you're such a terrible person i hate you so much <laughs> wow, personal attacks. What am I gonna do? I don't know. You start sound like you stand by everything you just said though. Oh, I totally stand Andrew. by everything. I'm so sorry. I stand by everything I just said. I'm sorry you feel that way, Phoebe. <laughs> Put your glasses back on, Andrew. Put your glasses back on. That's it. I'm out. Speaking of storming out, um, I still haven't seen Avatar The Way of Water. And mm-hmm. I kind of want to see it just so that I can storm out. <laughs> that's just that's what Matt, that made me think of. Um, I've been slowly monitoring the progress of uh, Rotten Tomatoes with um, Avatar versus the wildly loved Puss in Boots, the sequel. <laughs> uh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Uh, the wildly loved. It, it, is, it, is, is Puss in it Boots? Has a, it has a 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. You want to know what The Way of Water has? 77. <laughs> well, let's let's not forget that the current age that we're living in was brought to us by pictures of cute cats on YouTube. Um, you know I mean, what I mean? True, true. There is the cat audience. I haven't seen either movie, so I'm just speculating. But also, I just feel like the fact that they made another Avatar, which is basically the same movie, but slightly different and longer, is kind of <laughs> absurd. This is embarrassing, but between those two franchises, the only one I've seen is the first Puss in Boots. Wow. Wait, really? You didn't see the first Avatar? No interest. No interest for that one. It was such a big deal when it came out. Yeah. I know it was. 
it just didn't look like my cup of tea and everything i've been told is it probably isn't um i just it, uh, at no. least at the time when it came out it was like technologically insane mm-hmm. like obviously the visuals apparently for the way of water are gorgeous and beautiful and cinematically it's fantastic but like I, we see so much of it nowadays that it's not really a marvel the way it was talking, like in 2009 or the first what, one was like yeah out? like yeah eight or nine years ago i do remember people saying oh well you know if you're gonna go see it you have to go see it in imax 3d it's really the only way to experience this movie and i was like well that doesn't sound right you know what i mean i was like so this is just a spectacle with kind of yes. a, a a weak story and what i'm guessing is maybe more attention paid to the special effects than the rest of the movie yes. um yeah, yeah i'm okay <laughs> yeah and don't get me wrong i love big spectacle movies particularly action movies but there was something about this one where i was like i don't know some something in my brain was like nah was it the white savior complex uh oh no 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 please green book is my favorite movie um (laughs) obviously it won best picture uh the favorite was just such a such a crappy movie that year i couldn't so gay oh it was just the worst um and uh what's that other one the brights the the blind side we did those Um, those did not come out in the same year also have you guys seen the favorite it's so good Yes, of course I've seen The Favorite. Olivia Coleman is one of my favorite actresses. goddess. I've never even seen Green Book and, again, would not entertain such. (laughs) I love just the concept of Green Book is my favorite movie. That's divisive. (laughs) I'm sorry you feel that way. What uh, what else came out in that year? The what? The the, um, Oscar year. Oh, that Oscar year, that was The Favorite. That was the a star is born was that year was it we really yeah it was i'm picturing the oscar ceremony from it i told you i do actually <laughs> who else won that yeah that was also um can you ever forgive me the melissa mccarthy movie where she played the oh right and she roma. forged the letters roma was also that year right no yes yes roma was yes. that year oh god roma was fantastic right i was actually uh, kind of i i think everyone thought roma was gonna win and it should yeah. have um and it was a bummer that it didn't but you know green book i'm sorry you feel that way yeah so i guess that wasn't really news i just felt the need to dish about avatar that's it well no, you're just doing some inside reporting on rotten tomatoes <laughs> it's all right I, phoebe with lie. the deep dive into I have, rotten tomatoes. I have been following it i've just been following the rotten tomato score for avatar since it was released just out of curiosity <laughs> I just see Phoebe in a dark room, be like, "Yeah." <laughs> as Honestly, as boost climbs higher, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chase after anyone's weird uh, internet chasing habits because literally, and I don't know why I do this. Literally, every single day, at some point during the day, I will Google LAX construction progress just to see what's going on. I just want to see <laughs> pictures of the of the transformed airport um, and. The, <laughs> They LAX used to do a monthly update, which they haven't done since October, and it is distressing. Not for nothing. I was at LAX like a week ago, um, but I still I still look up pictures. Um, and uh, there is a there is a YouTube channel. I don't follow it because I just I don't want to be that person. Uh, but I do check in every day to see uh, what how's how's it going? How they spruce I can up see, the airport? I can see Andrew in a dark room looking at pictures of LAX, being like. 
Yeah. I think it's especially <laughs> funny because you don't even live there anymore. No, I don't. I don't, but I do have a passion for infrastructure. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone else just vom a little bit in their mouth? I think Andrew definitely did. He turned his head away like he was going to puke. Passion. I have a passion for it. I'm sorry. You know what? You should definitely put that on your Tinder profile. I think that's uh, good. Oh, my God. I have a passion for infrastructure. I have a passion for infrastructure. I'm Andrew Harris. I'm going to do that. I'm gonna let a gotta get a lot of girls who are gonna think I'm stupid if I do that though. Like, you could like play it out like I have a passion for infrastructure. Together we could build the, the streets and roads of our of our life together or something like that. <laughs> oh no, even I have my limits. Also, that would attract a very different kind of person. Oh yes, but maybe um, that's what I need. You know, what I mean? it's true. Maybe you need that. Maybe I need some hopeless romantic who looks down on me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't sound so bad. I think that Avatar, (laughs) as we were talking about, (laughs) Avatar just like was such a waste. Who was it? James Cameron that wrote it? Yeah. Yeah. He said that he had been working on that since like he like started producing movies and everything and i was like this is the storyline you came up with this is like the most basic storyline ever like i was expecting well, something like really intricate and crazy and just like he ripped off of like fern gully or some shit like he did what i what i will say about you know him essentially writing a trite some a lot of trite tropes are he invented a lot of those tropes you know what i mean like in the abyss <laughs> and an alien you know you know what i mean like Yes, he is just sort of copying themes that he generated. You know what I mean. But at least he's at least he's you know he's he's, he's got a he's got a thing that he likes. You know, a quasi military or full military operation. A band of people, one by one, they get picked off, and there's some sort of altruistic thing off in the distance. But it could be dangerous. And also environmentalists. I'm told. I don't know. I haven't seen the picture. <laughs> I'd love to do a whole series where we do movie reviews about things we haven't seen. Just on what we think they're about. <laughs> yes. As long as we get deeply impassioned views and opinions about it, I'm fully in. And what is Avatar 2? It's called The Way of Water. Is that what yes. it's called? Such a dumb yes. title. I think, uh, I think that's, that's it for our skinny dip today, guys. What do you think? <laughs> I think so. I think we've hit it. Guys, you'll edit out some of those awkward pauses after the the less good jokes, right? Well, well, then <laughs> we'll just have five minutes jokes, right? of content. Yeah. <laughs> cut out all the bad jokes. There are no jokes left. Nip slips, jail time, snorting a cocaine line, racist tweets, 